Warning, you are about to listen to the greatest radio show ever. And due to contractual obligations and to shield our airwaves and corporate licensees from any semblance of liability, responsibility, and gullibility, we must tell you the views represented on this show are not necessarily those of this station or its management. This radio show contains differing points of view on current political topics, and due to the nature of its contents, it should be heard by everyone. Thank you for listening. Now live from the Devil Radio Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, where the political party is just beginning, welcome to the Devil's Advocate Show. Friends proving it's never personal, only politics. Please allow me to introduce myself. Here is your host, Mike Crute. Welcome to the Devil's Advocate's Radio Show, Dom it's arraignment eve monday but it's also wisconsin supreme court election eve monday and we got fine guests right from the top he is democratic party of wisconsin chairman ben wickler we welcome him back ben today it's got to be a anxious day for you and the entire state of wisconsin oh can't hear ben let's get him on here we go i'm here i'm here uh Crew, thanks so much for having me on. Dom, great to be with you. Thanks, man. Uh, uh, I I will say the whole country should be holding its breath because what happens tomorrow will shape the political future of Wisconsin for a generation, and what happens in Wisconsin shapes the whole country's politics. This is an election that will determine not just the, the, the day, starting Russian should be uh, you know legal and safe in Wisconsin or whether we should be in a 19th century nightmare but also whether the 2024 presidential election could be overturned and the 2028 presidential election and the 2032 presidential election in a presidential race because this is a 10-year term and tomorrow gets the eye-breaking vote on our state supreme court so this is for all the marbles and man there's so much energy on our side we don't yet know what we're going to see from the other side, but anyone who wants to elect Janet Protasiewicz should be making phone calls, knocking on doors, recruiting friends and family every second from now until 8 p.m. on Tuesday, the April 4th, when the polls close in Wisconsin. Ben, these are usually sleepy little Supreme Court races in the spring in the state of Wisconsin. This race has turned into the most expensive judicial race in the nation's history by many fold. And obviously it's, it's, uh, the determinant of whether or not we have any sort of reproductive rights for Wisconsin females, and also the maps, the the maps are so partisan, they're so gerrymandered. Even many Republicans don't feel well represented in the state under the current maps. It all could change with a difference in the courts. So you know, we always talk about the most important election ever. I never said the most important spring election ever. But this one kind of feels a little different, doesn't it, Ben? Yeah, vote for vote. You know, casting a ballot in this Supreme Court race is probably going to have a bigger effect on the rest of the life of every person in the state than any other election because these races can become incredibly close, like less than 10,000 votes close, like less than one vote per precinct close, which is even closer than our notoriously close governor and presidential races. And on top of that, the Supreme Court affects every other kind of race because the Supreme Court 
you know, just look at the last few years. It stomped on voting rights and helped get the, the Senate race for Ron Johnson. It's rigged our maps so badly that six out of our eight congressional seats go to Republicans in a 50-50 state. It's rigged our, our state legislature so much. We're the only purple state where we have ultra gerrymandered Republican maps. That is entirely due to the state Supreme Court. And they set the maps so Republicans are on the verge of supermajorities in both chambers of the state legislature. A tiny shift to the right in a statewide election and Republicans will get supermajorities in both chambers and they can change the laws however the hell they want. Even when they're losing statewide races like the governor's race, this will affect the presidential race, the Senate race because of voting rights, the House majority because of all those things, the U.S. Supreme Court, and then come back down to the state level and everything that we care about is on the line. It is it's wild how important it is and yet how low turnout is. Even if we break records for turnout, there are hundreds of thousands of strong Democrats who will sit it out. I, I was knocking doors today and Rhinelander in Baraboo and Stevens Point. I was talking to voters who weren't sure if they were going to vote yet. That If this were the day before a presidential election, everyone would know what they were about to do. But at this moment, there are still hundreds of thousands of people who don't yet know whether they're going to cast a ballot tomorrow. And that that should light a fire under anyone who cares about what happens for the future of freedom and democracy in our state. Folks, you're listening to the Devil's Advocates radio show. That is Ben Wickler. He's the chair of the Democratic Party of the state of Wisconsin. Ben, thanks for making time for us today. Uh, Daniel Bice reporting in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Dan Kelly, well, he's doing a little tour of himself, apparently uh, bouncing around Wisconsin in a private Cessna owned by millionaire anti-abortion advocates. And Mr. Kelly, of course, made some hay, you know, suggesting that he knows how Janet would vote. But then he's pounding around with these anti-abortion folks. Uh, what's your sense of, of what Kelly's doing right now, Ben? I mean, this is a, a private plane owned by people funneling money to the groups that are endorsing him and spending on his behalf. Uh, the, it looks like it's a family member of a current or former, they, they won't say, board member of the biggest dark money group that is spending millions of dollars on totally dishonest advertising to create a, a false caricature of Janet Protosiewicz in order to advance the special interests in our state. Uh, Wisconsin Manufacturers and Commerce had to pull down an ad after a, the, a survivor of sexual assault spoke out and said that the ad was totally inaccurate and that it was re-traumatizing her to see her case described falsely on the air in order to attack Janet. She said Janet had been 100% uh, right with her decision about sentencing in, in her case. Uh, but these people are running these smear ads in order to distract people from the fact that Dan Kelly is a creature of the Republican Party who rigs the system in order to ensure Republicans have total control and can cater to the wealthiest business interests in the state. So it's it's pretty gross that he's now on their plane, you know, flying from place to place and then getting out and saying that he would be totally apolitical. It is the it's the most laughable, ludicrous thing if it weren't so scary. Ben Wickler, you know, yeah. sorry to interrupt, Ben. Ben Wickler, Democratic Party chair. Ben, a couple of distracting things tomorrow later in the day. I'm worried about people not getting up and voting before work because we got a Brewer game at 640. We know how local fans love their hometown team. And also, Ben, we could have some severe storms rolling through, especially in southeastern Wisconsin, by like 5 o'clock, right around quitting time when people want to go to the polls. Oh, there could be severe storms. Obviously, that could be dissuading. Ben, uh, how has the early vote mechanism been working for the Democratic Party? Because obviously, you guys are a big part of the support for the Protosavitz campaign. Uh, how's the early vote apparatus working so far? 
the early vote numbers have been staggering. We are so far past the pre-COVID record for spring uh, early vote and absentee vote. Uh, we have now, as of today, cleared more than 400,000 votes. In 2019, which was a high turnout Supreme Court race, that number was less than 150,000. Wow. So we're more than double the, the number. Now, the big question is how many people vote on election day? I would say anyone listening right now who didn't vote yet, you can vote starting at 7 a.m. 7 a.m. tomorrow. So vote before work. Don't wait till after work. Don't get risk getting stuck in traffic. Don't risk getting stuck in a tornado. Just go and cast your ballot. And then you can spend the rest of the day texting people photos of your I voted sticker so that they can uh, they can make it to the polls as well. But really, I, I'm so thankful to everyone who has cast an early ballot. I was, you know, when you're knocking on doors, as I was today, we can see who's already voted. And it's a relief. I didn't have to go to a lot of the houses that were on the list because folks had already done their voting. If people don't want to get constant text messages, emails, uh, knocks on their door, phone calls, then vote. And at that point, <laughs> people are going to stop bothering you. Uh, but tomorrow, this is this is for all the marbles. So before before work, if you can stay safe, uh, but make sure to cast your ballot. And Ben Wickler, the whole nation is watching our Supreme Court race. There is one other particularly important race on the ballot. Uh, currently, there was a two thirds Republican majority in the state Senate. And when you got that sort of advantage, even if it comes to gerrymandering, you have the ability to start impeaching constitutional officers, let's say. Well, one Republican stepped down, Alberta Darling. There is a special election that that lines up tomorrow morning, uh, tomorrow during the day with the state Supreme Court race in the ST8 special Senate District 8. And Jody Habish-Senekin is the Democratic nominee. And Dan Canodal was part of the insurrection, which some would cast the same aspersion at Dan Kelly, but... These Republicans that were part of the coup were part of the procedural coup. They're all still being embraced and endorsed. Uh, how important is winning the special election, holding back a two-thirds majority, Ben? It would make a, an enormous difference to win that race. Jody Habersinikin is a great candidate. She's a fearless defender of reproductive freedom and an advocate for women's rights. She is also a environmental lawyer and advocate and a factory owner that has kept its jobs in Wisconsin. She led the charge to prevent puppy mills in the state of Wisconsin, which is, a, a, I think, a, a very popular thing for people to do. Up against her is a MAGA extremist who wrote to Mike Pence and told him to ignore the legitimate electors from Wisconsin and who's voted over and over for you know, uh, attacks on, on abortion access in Wisconsin. So this is a race that if this were a fair district, I would be overwhelmingly confident that we could win. But the reality is Republicans gerrymandered that seat to be even more Republican-leaning than it was under Alberta Darling. It is, I wouldn't count anything out. And Jody has run a fantastic campaign. But I, I also want to recognize Republicans have tried to rig this thing so to guarantee victory for themselves. So anyone who's anywhere close to Ozaki County, drive over, knock on doors, go to Mequon, you know, talk to anyone you know who's in that district. Because if we can win that, then Republicans won't have a kind of nuclear option, which they're already dangling over our heads talking about openly. They've talked about impeaching Janet Protasiewicz. They've talked about trying to uh, you know, impeach the governor. Let's be clear. If they, if they impeach a Supreme Court justice, the governor appoints the replacement. So it's not like they get a get-out-of-jail-free card for justice and accountability. 
But I don't want to give them the opportunity to dream about impeaching people willy-nilly. That's not how Wisconsin's supposed to work. It's never worked that way. No one's ever been impeached in Wisconsin. And it's a it's a it's shameful that Republicans are dangling that carrot in front of their most extreme activists at this moment. Ben, last minute we have uh, I know the country's watching these races, and of course they have enough importance and gravity on their own. But do they affect the support that we may see for candidates uh, coming out of the third and the first congressional district a year from now? If we win some of these races, is there greater likelihood of support coming from D.C.? Absolutely. And there's a story today about how the Democratic uh, Congressional Campaign Committee is looking at the first and the third, looking at the opportunity to throw out uh, Derek Van Orden, the insurrectionist, and, and Brian Stile, who's right there with the mega Republicans. I'm so excited about really, really going on offense in house races, and especially in those two districts in 2024, especially if we have new maps. Uh, There's a a huge opportunity to make things better. All starts tomorrow. Go vote. April 4th. Thank you, Ben Wickler, Democratic Party, Wisconsin Chair. Come back. More Devil's Advocates. The Devil's Advocates, making radio great again. And we are back. Thank you for listening to the Devil's Advocates radio show. You can always join us on the lines at 844-967-2789. Dominic, I like when you call me Big Papa. (laughs) I want to thank our most recent guest. He is the Big Papa of Wisconsin Democratic Politics. He is Ben Wickler, chairman of the Democratic Party of Wisconsin. Obviously, Ben has got to be feeling the the angst. Yeah. You know, tomorrow is exam day. I hope we have <laughs> done the homework. I hope we are prepared for a glorious pro to say what's win. Now, I had not heard the early voting numbers. 400,000 votes cast already. That is very encouraging. This will not be a presidential level turnout. This will certainly not be a midterm level turnout, but this probably will be record turnout for a spring election in the state of Wisconsin. And that's just the people that can hear my voice right freaking now. But here's the one other reason you got to get up early and go vote because tomorrow afternoon is for Trump arraignment. <laughs> what did Ron say? It's a, it's a rain day tomorrow. It's a rain day tomorrow. It's a rain mint day tomorrow. You know, if I had brewer tickets, I might have second thoughts. We'll see if we can give away. I think I got a pair of brewer tickets for tomorrow night's 640 game. The arraignment will probably be long since done. That's supposed to happen, what, early afternoon? What time, Dom? Do you recall? Like uh, I thought they said like 1.15 central, central time, yes. Dom, let me tell you about what Trump's lawyer had to say today. Which one? He got a new one today as well. Well, you know, when you face charges, it's always good to get a new lawyer for each charge. Could have 34 soon. Donald Trump's lawyer said the recent indictment handed down by Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg will only increase Trump's profile. This is good for Trump, don't you know? (laughs) Oh, sure it is. Much like how criminal cases boosted the fandom of rappers like Tupac and Biggie Smalls. (laughs) Donald Trump is Tupac. Attorney Alina Haba said on the Benny Show podcast, Donald oh, the Trump Benny is Hill Show. Are you freaking kidding me? The Benny Show podcast. You know he's a podcaster, Dom. No, I got it. I got it. Donald Trump is Bicky Smalls. 
He's <laughs> bigger than Tupac. Donald Trump is his own brand. I mean, he is everything. This is just going to boost him, she continued. We've seen it in the polls. It's not a question. It's a fact. We've seen his polls go up. He's up, what, 30 points? According to reports, Trump has widened his lead over Florida Governor Ron DeSantis in regards to a potential 2024 matchup, even though DeSantis has not thrown his hat in the ring. So who cares? But the indictment makes Trump more popular with the base, Tom. He's like a gangster rapper well, at this yeah, point. Well, come on, man. You know, notice, notice she did not compare Trump to Dr. Dre, who's actually a billionaire, or Rihanna, who's also actually a billionaire. We don't know what Trump is. We know what he says he is. Um, Forbes notched him down today. Do you see Trump's well, net worth not. has taken a massive hit? Forbes has recast his net worth. Do you, do you want this? Can you handle I mean, this truth? Sure. You know, it's going to make Trump a little bit sad. Adding to Trump's woes, which include a schedule arraignment in New York City tomorrow in a Manhattan court, uh, courtroom when the sealed indictment containing a reported 30 charges await him. A new report from Forbes claims he's not nearly as rich as he was when he launched the Truthy Social social media platform. Did you hear the Truthy Social's about to implode, Dom? I sure did. $300 million investment. It's got to cash out by September. They've got to consummate this deal, and it's under all sorts of investigation for prior tampering. Let me read a little. According to the report, Tom, Truthy Social has been a flop and is in danger of collapsing. With the strong and able leadership of Devin Nunez, that seems un unfathomable. <laughs> On Sunday, uh, Sunday, the New York Times reported that the two entities tied to Truth Social are attempting to merge, and they're facing a September deadline to get SEC approval to avoid having to refund approximately $300 million to investors that Ooh. could lead to a collapse. Could? You think Trump could afford to lose $300 million in this investment and just sustain it? That ain't happening. Uh, you know, Trump, it's OPM, man. In December 2021, a group of big money investors promised to inject $1 billion cash into the venture, but only if they got a sweetheart deal. By that point, shares were trading at $45 on the open market, but under the agreement, the new investors would be guaranteed a profit as long as the shares stayed above 10 bucks. When previously estimating the value of Trump's stake, Forbes used the $10 per share figure and came to $730 million. But things have changed, noting the failure of Truth Social is uh, to achieve its lofty goals. You know, the projections, Tom. <laughs> I got a spreadsheet. We can make this work. <laughs> the fundamental problem is that barely anyone uses Truth Social, including <laughs> Trump, right? What? What? I mean, I mean, poor demand is the problem? Weird. Here's how they pitched it, Dom. Before it launched, an investor presentation suggested the app would attract 81 million users by 2026. Now, over a year after going live, it has only attracted an estimated 5 million. Given that Trump owns roughly 85% of the business and Twitter is worth an estimated $42 per user, the former president's stake probably adds up to about $180 million today. All told, Forbes estimated Trump's net worth plummeted from an estimated $3.2 billion last fall to $2.5 billion today. Uh-oh. I mean, 
that's starting to be a chunk. Now, 3.2, 2.5, isn't that all variable based on what his mood is on a given day? No, no, apparently, we'll wait until all the refis got to start happening, you know, and, and with a convicted corporation and perhaps soon to be a convicted felon in Donald Trump himself. Here's what Forbes wrote. If people continue to join at the current pace, talking about the truthy social dom, and assuming that no one quits or dies, Truth <laughs> Social will not hit its projected 81 million users until until 2086. <laughs> By that point, Trump would be 140 years old. A more likely outcome, Truth Social will join Trump Stakes, Trump University, and GoTrump.com in the graveyard of failed Trump ventures. But um, I'd like to make some of the money back that I spent and uh, <laughs> spent a, a, a lot of it. Sixty percent of the time, they're right every time. The Devil's Advocates. Welcome back to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show, the Arraignment Eve Monday edition, the Election Eve Monday edition. Hell, it was opening day for the Milwaukee Brewers. Now first place Milwaukee Brewers. They won hugely. It was huge, 10 nothing. Grand Salami from Bryce Turek. Quite exciting to hear Euchre make the call. And the fact that we are your Brewer flagship in the Fox Valley, WISS, 1100 AM, 98.3 FM, Oshkosh Air Support. I like to think of them as News Talk Brewers, Dom. And we've also got WRCE, uh, News from the Center, Richland Center, 1450 AM, 107.7 FM. And, Dom, we got like 30 minutes to give away a pair of Brewer tickets to tomorrow night's game. So we're going to try to do that. But I'd like to start with some polling and a thought. And this is for you and the audience. So I'm going right. to seek contributions from all of you at 844-967-2789. Again, I'll give you a pair of Brewer tickets if I arbitrarily find your thoughts the most thought-provoking. But here it is. Trump's getting a rain tomorrow in New York City. What's the worst that could happen? Let's let's think about it aloud on the radio for just a minute, Dom. What is the worst the that could worst? happen? Like, like, you know... Think aloud, but hold that thought for one second. Here's your polling. 60% of Americans approve of the indictment of former President Donald Trump, according to new CNN polling. Following the news that a New York grand jury voted to charge him in connection with hush money payments made to an adult film actress, Stormy Daniels. That's a nice way of saying porn star Stormy Daniels. About three quarters of Americans say politics played at least some role in the decision to invite, uh, indict Trump, including 52% who say it played a major role. Politics, Tom. Independents largely line up in support of the indictment. 62% approve, just 38% disapprove. Democrats are nearly universal in their support of the indictment. We've got 94% approval amongst Democrats for the indictment, Tom, including... 71% of this audience that strongly improve of the <laughs> indictment. Republicans less unified in opposition, 79% disapprove, 54% strongly disapproving. But let me throw this out there. 
I was listening to one of the fine civic media shows today. I was listening to Earl Ingram, who snuck off to the Brewer game this afternoon, opening day. He had Larry nice. Heisel on his show. Also had Gilbert Brown, the 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 under, uh, pardon me, grave, the grave digger. digger. I always screw <laughs> that up. Gilbert loves me, and he's going to crush me someday for getting that wrong. But under the helmet with Gilbert Brown and Earl Ingram this morning, I was just catching the tail end in the car, listening on the car play with the Civic Media app, and they had a, a random caller, Dom, something of a huge fanboy. You know who it was? Oh, Gilbert Brown, you were the greatest Packer. You were so loyal to the Packers. God bless you for your loyalty to the Packers. God bless you, Gilbert Brown. God bless you, Earl Ingram. CJ. CJ? CJ is the biggest fanboy of all time. (laughs) Our right-wing conservative Dan Kelly-loving Donald Trump denying, denying only in that there's any merits to this arraignment buddy cj is a huge packer fanboy i mean it was it was it was really it was really a little embarrassing cj I gotta tell you. <laughs> worse than you curdy worse than me Dom. oh wow man like you at a slipknot backstage <laughs> at a slipknot concert something like that 844-967-2789. All right, Crudy. I mean, you're going to throw this out there. What's the worst that could happen? You you got one? I know you come up with it, but let's let's hear your worst. Uh, what, you know, it, it could become something of a comical thing. The question is whether or not they will allow cameras into the courtroom. And well, we, that is a, one of the questions. We don't, we don't know yet. And the other question, of course, is will Donald Trump be under gag order? But his intent is to go give a speech afterwards, right? He's yep, going to get fly out, and, go back to Mar-a-Lago and give a speech sometime tomorrow evening. About 7.30 local time, right right in the middle of our Election Day coverage. About the fourth inning of the Brewer game. If you're trying to win tickets, you better dial 844-967-2789. So Trump's going to respond. And this will be the most humiliating day of Donald Trump's life, probably. No, I mean, maybe to date, but... Worse is coming. Oh, the worst day of his life to date. Yes, no doubt. But I mean, this man really doesn't have a lot of coping mechanisms, is my understanding. He's pretty much used to having things go his way. And now he's going to be reigned. Perhaps his greatest moment of notoriety, bigger than anything that ever happened on The Apprentice. I mean, the world's going to be watching more people than attended his inauguration. <laughs> Certainly, because not a lot of people attended his inauguration. Well, we were there for like the first 15 minutes. I don't know. But you remember the when you went on the, uh, they drove around town and the bleachers were empty. Like there are a lot of empty bleachers. At the parade. Yeah. yeah. They were all waiting for the arraignment, Dom. <laughs> Tomorrow is going to must see TV. Must listen to radio. Dom, we will be one of the first radio products to be able to respond immediately after the Trump arraignment. Hopefully there will be video and audio and not guilty, please. Although if he wants to plead out and just say guilty on all 30-something charges, I'd be okay with that. But tomorrow is going to be a spectacle made for the Devil's Advocates Talk radio show. I mean, it's going to be fun. I think it will be entertaining worst thing that could happen donald trump tries to weaponize the mob 
what I think is far more likely to happen, Donald Trump's going to see that he's got waning support in, let's call it Manhattan. In New York City, he ain't as popular as he maybe once was. I think there would be far more counter-protesters there to say don't let the jail cell hit him in the ass on his way in than there will ever be to say, oh, this is not justified. But well, a Marjorie Taylor Greene is going to be leading the charge on behalf of the congressional Republicans. Fresh <laughs> off her 60 minutes appearance, Tom. Oh, I mean, don't even get me going. Uh, a cu- couple couple of thoughts. Number one, yes, it is a spectacle. Uh, the media is taking it hook, line, and sinker right now. Uh, as as I mentioned in the first hour. What was it like, like Tom? Listening to OJ when he's driving slow in, in L.A., you know, in the middle of the freeway with all the cops behind him. And, you know, everyone's just glued and, and Fox News and, and CNN and MSNBC were all given second by second update of, of what Trump was doing at the very moment of that of that broadcast. So did he have Al Cowling's right now? But this is for this is on purpose, as the Rolling Stone is reporting today. Um, that the former president was offered a chance to surrender quietly and be arraigned over Zoom. But apparently, the according to the Rolling Stone, the former president declined to do so. Do you think he'll show up in a white Ford Bronco, Dom? <laughs> AC Maybe. at the wheel, Al Cowling at the wheel. <laughs> Driven by Bill Barr. <laughs> he's got a gun to his head. He's going to do it. I mean, you know, it is, it, is a, it is a circus. But this is a circus that Trump wants. Uh, and this is a circus that, of course, the major media outlets are all going to jump on to, you know, capture people's attention because that's what happens. But all those things aside, uh, here's the best thing that could happen. What's the, the best, best thing though? that happens is Donald Trump uh, gets gets arraigned, goes to trial, gets convicted on 30 some charges of perhaps tax fraud, right, of different sorts. We don't know all the charges yet. Uh, there's some reporting perhaps we'll get to of what speculating what it could be. But if Donald Trump did these things and is found guilty for, say, tax fraud, that would be the best thing. And here's why. Because if he gets found guilty for, I don't know, selling national classified documents, for example, right? Or if he gets found guilty of seditious conspiracy uh, to overturn the election here that he lost in, in this country, those are, those are much more, as we've talked about, much more serious crimes. I hope this is the only thing that happens. But unfortunately, I'm not convinced that's going to be the case. I'm less clear that we'll ever find out that Donald Trump was selling state secrets. However, I do believe there will be multiple obstruction of justice charges that come down. And I would wonder, uh, much like the the discounting of these charges, the pending arraignment of Donald Trump. You know, if you listen to the average Trumpster, well, this is all political, right? And, And this is to be readily dismissed. I mean, the guy said himself he could shoot shoot a guy on Fifth Avenue and wouldn't lose a single vote. He knows his cult, Dom. Yeah, but if you're defrauding the state of New York and the federal government out of you know hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes and, and they have the proof of doing so and you have the evidence of other Trump organizations already found guilty, your CFO already in jail, I mean, uh, it's going to be hard. It's really hard to fight back against that. Now, maybe it's easier to say, hey, it was a private affair with a porn star you want to keep his wife out. Okay, fine. Well, then why, why did you do all these other things to cause to uh, tax fraud? See, th- that, that takes away the argument of, oh, it's just sex. No, it's not. It's tax fraud. And everybody who does tax fraud and they get caught by the IRS or a, or a, a grand jury, an investigation, a criminal probe, well, you know, it's hard to defend that. 
Well, my point is the Mueller probe couldn't really get to the bottom of whether or not there was actual quote unquote collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia because of the overwhelming number, 10 or more enumerated counts of obstruction of justice. But somehow Trumpsters, MAGA people, Bill Barr, the former attorney general of the United States, they also set aside obstruction of justice. No big deal when our guy does it, just protecting himself. Well, but, but I mean, uh, Mueller could not charge the former president because of the Office of Legal Counsel's recommendation that a sitting president cannot be charged. So he didn't even look specifically to that. The collusion, the, the coordination with, with he... the Russians and their parts. I mean, come on, man. His campaign manager gave, uh, you know, a, 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 a Kalimnik, a, a, Kalimnik Konstantin Kalimnik polling data from their own campaign. I mean, these are facts. So have you seen that Bill Barr has come out and said that these charges, this indictment this 30 count indictment we'll get to the phones momentarily maybe give away some brewer tickets 844-967-2789 uh bill barr the former attorney general the trump defending guy thinks he's the guy's personal attorney right yes well he came out and he effectively said these charges these are political this is this is trash and you absolutely Cannot put Donald Trump on the stand because he is uncontrollable as a witness. Yet he is completely qualified to be the president of the United States. Can't can't make it through sworn court testimony. Would not be a reliable witness. But let's make a president. In his own defense. Right. But let's make the guy president. Yeah, 844. That's, that's mega for you. 967-2789. Dynamo, Dynamo Dave. Call it in from Duluth, Minnesota. That's a long way away, Dave. Welcome. What do you got for us? Hi, Dave. Hey, a couple of things. Hey, thanks. Thanks for taking my call. Hi, gentlemen. Hey, a couple uh, things. Well, first of all, I know I'm talking to two smartest guys uh, that have a whole a show in Wisconsin, uh, so it's always a pleasure to listen to you guys. But, uh, you know, Donald Trump is like the master of the, of the network and cable media as far as news, you know what I mean? Because they just love, those networks love him. You remember when he was running in 2016? They would say he's going to show up, and then his microphone, it would just be his microphone stand. It would be empty until he showed <laughs> yeah. up about 10 minutes later or something. But in the meantime, people, the viewers saw this big Trump sign on a microphone, you know, and that so that was pretty masterful. And then uh, didn't that Bill Bauer, uh, Bill, whatever his name is, the guy who's defending Trump now, but after 1-6 and after Trump was out, didn't he kind of flip on Trump? bad things about him. And well, he's, he's trying to reclamate his own sorry-ass reputation, I think, Dynamo Dave. I don't know if he turned on him so much as he did say effectively there was no fraud, and then he resigned on December 23rd before the really bad stuff happened. You know, get out while you still can. Dynamo Dave in Duluth, Minnesota. Hey, tell him we're coming for him. Up in the Northwoods. WBZH Hayward, the buzz of the north. When we get that thing up and running full power, Dave, that thing's going to blast all the way to Duluth. Tell all your friends, 9, 10 a.m., we're coming for you in the Northwoods. More Devil's Advocates will come for your phone calls next. 844-967-2789. Could win some brewer tickets for tomorrow night. I keep the ends out for the tie that binds. This was everything as as bad a definition as you want to come up with. This should never be allowed to happen to our country again. The worst day of your life so far.
The Devil's Advocates, radio for the 99%. And we are back. Thank you for listening to The Devil's Advocates radio show. Last segment of the day for The Devil's Advocates. Call us if you have something to say or want to win some Brewer tickets for tomorrow, 844-967-2789. We can't go, Crudy. We're working hard tomorrow. A 427 shift for the election. Folks in Wisconsin, this election, Supreme Court, go vote for Janet. Well, the civic media team, they'll take you up all around the state. We're going to cover all the races locally, statewide, special election in the 8th Senate District right here. Comprehensive coverage, civic media. Uh, our friend, Kristen, Brian, Jane, Mantineer, they'll kick off at 7, immediately following our fine show. And then 8 o'clock, polls close. Terry Bell and Todd Alba and all our correspondents around the state will take you all around. And uh, Dom, you know, we'll... We'll have some victuals and maybe sneak over to the Protosawitz victory party. But only if you vote. 844-967-2789. Dick from Madison. Welcome, Dick. What do you got for us? Hey, Dick. Well, how about that William Barr? I will say this about him. He knows the law. He may not know how to obey it. (laughs) (laughs) But, But here you go. And he's the telling factor in this going forward in my mind. I think that this guy's going to be yesterday's news by the end of the summer. I'm talking about Trump. Because you got Barr saying, you know, he's a loose cannon, basically. He doesn't have any self-control. And, by the way, to Republicans that are still thinking about the guy for uh, to vote for as your standard bearer, okay, you've got the Stormy Daniels hush money, Georgia election, Mishandling of classified documents, impeachment twice, loss of popular vote twice, insurrection, uh, loss of House, loss of Senate, and potentially several more indictments. Russia, Russia, Russia. Easily dismissed everything. All your allegations of criminality. I'm going to stick my head in the sand and ignore it. They don't talk about any of this on Fox News, Dick. Well... Seriously, is this who you want to go forward with as the person that you're going to put as the standard bearer for your party? I don't think. Yes. I think they've done it twice, Dick. He will win the nomination a third time, fella. He is their standard bearer. I'm going to tell you right here and now tonight, this guy is going to be yesterday's news by the end of the summer. Oh, I love the way you think, Dick. Dick, have you voted yet? Early vote? No, I'm vote. I vote. I will be down there when they open tomorrow morning. I always am. What, what are you doing you know, to, just, tomorrow night? I'm going to. Uh, well, tomorrow tonight's the basketball game. Tomorrow night, avoid watching Trump. <laughs> Good luck. That wasn't the answer, man. You could have said I was hoping to win some Brewer tickets. Eight four four nine six seven two seven eight nine. Wisco Paul, how you doing, Paul? You excited hey, to vote tomorrow? Um, absolutely. I'm uh, looking forward to it because uh, it's a big one. They're all big elections, but this one it comes down to democracy in the state of Wisconsin. Um, I don't think Janet's going to uh, lose, but if she would lose to Kelly. That would be an upset, first of all. And second of all, it's going to really be hard to live in Wisconsin um, with Kelly on the court. That isn't even a consideration Uh at this moment, Paul. 
Dan Kelly on the Supreme Court is not even a consideration. There is no way in hell we're going to let that happen, Paul. Have you voted yet? I'm going to vote as early as I can get in the polls tomorrow morning um, because it's, uh, I don't know, when you really look at this, Crudy, and thanks for the encouragement, by the way, this is probably the greatest election in the state of Wisconsin in my lifetime simply because of the jury manager districts and fair maps. And then if you're a woman, you can throw that in there too. And this guy that Janice running against, for goodness sakes, his friend is Gableman. He hired home with Gableman. So um, I hope you're right, Cootie. So, hey, and if you're right, I know it's uh, Johnny Black Knight uh, tomorrow night. And I'll be listening <laughs> to your coverage, by the way. Your coverage is number one. So thank you. Yes. Thanks for what you guys do. I always say that, but thank you guys for everything you do. Well, have a great night. Thank you for listening, Paul. Thanks, you have man. excellent listenership, taste, and habits. We love our P1s, like frequent flyers like Wisco Paul. You know, I still got tickets. You got like three minutes left. 844-967-2789. Paul's going to be so busy celebrating the glorious Janet Protasiewicz victory. I'd be a little concerned about him getting home safely post-game. Spotted cows around for all. I may have to get a hotel room, and uh, you could you could crash on the other bed. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll play we'll play by ear. 844-967-2789. Welcome to the show. Is it Welcon? Welcome. Welton. Welton. Okay. Welton. Welcome, Welton. E-L-T-O-N. <laughs> what do you got for us, man? Yeah, Welton Moss. Welton, you got to turn your radio down. Hold on a second. Turn that radio down. Now turn us back on. How you doing, man? All right. Oh, you got to turn your radio down. Oh, no. We're going to give you one more chance. Turn it down. Turn it down, Welton. Come on. You got to. It's the radio. It's the volume button. Okay. You there? Oh, no. We're going to give you one more chance. Turn it down. Turn it down. Welton's oh, going well, to have to learn how we play this game on talk radio. <laughs> oh, come on, man. There's a little well, delay. Have to stay. Tell you what, why don't you train him up and see if he's got time? Oh, he's gone. Welton, next time, next time you'll go to the front of the line and you'll know that you don't have to keep your radio on because you can hear the show through the phone. So it's easy. You can be a caller. It's nothing too scary. And even if you screw it up like some people do, Mostly Dom's friends. Then nobody cares. No, not really. We'll give you. Oh, that's all. Okay, break your balls a little bit, but you know that's what we do, anyways. <laughs> right, exactly. That's to be expected. I mean, it's almost why you listen, isn't it? Especially uh, if we I, like pretty, the the concept that you know Trump could be an afterthought by the end of the summer. I don't necessarily disagree, man. I know it's a long shot for that to You're kind wrong. of happen, but the kind of the kind of pressure he's going to be under in, in the very near future. May may not bode well for longevity. Uh, I hope he doesn't make it to Wisconsin for the uh, Republican debate in oh, August. Wishful thinking, Welton. You get one more chance, man. Three. <laughs> Come on. <Yeah>. One. <laughs> well, welcome, Walt. What do you What do you got for us, fella? I would like to say for the people that's working for the system, even the Supreme Court justices, if they're not here to uh, help the citizens, they need to step down because they're not doing their job because they work for us. Weldon, have you voted? Uh, yes, Democrat. 
Did you vote for Janet Protasiewicz? I know her name's difficult for some to yes. say, but that's the one yes. you voted for. Yes. So yes. what are you doing tomorrow late afternoon, man? Could you sneak down to a Brewer game, or are you watching the Trump arraignment? Uh, I can slip out to a Brewer game. <laughs> I got family in Milwaukee. <laughs> well, and I All tell right, you what, there you, <laughs> you, were, you were – it took a lot of calls to get you in. <laughs> uh, let's let's give our new friend Welton some a pair of Brewer tickets. Get his email address, as you know, and we will transmit the tickets electronically. That's how they do it now. It's super cool. Oh, fancy. We got to check with Gary. I hope he enjoyed opening day so much. So I hope he has such a hangover he forgets to get up and vote for Dan Kelly tomorrow. <laughs> Can't believe we gave good tickets to a conservative dom. Oh, man, we'll win them over beer by beer, ticket by ticket. Well, not that it's quid pro quo, but Gary owes us at least a drink now, right? He did say so. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget to go vote tomorrow. The Paul Revere Show with our friend Mark Thompson. He's coming up at 7. Native Roots Radio, keep it locked. Award-winning election night coverage after the Devil's Advocates special extended show. Maggie Dong going to join us, and we might even give away some brewer tickets. Go Brewers!